Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ahoy! Hello! Welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's your favourite fact podcast. We are back. Once again, the hunt for a co-host continues this week. It's just me and Connor. Thank you so much for being there. We will bring you a few things that we have learned online. You just need to tell us whether they are worth remembering or not. If they should be shoved into the big bin of nonsense. I'll tell you about quite a deadly game. Also, something incredible about the most wealthy people in America... And we'll talk about things that go aflame. Connor, mm. what do you have? Uh, we'll talk about how to help out your blood pressure. Uh, something to do with Monsters, Inc. that I'm a massive fan of. And uh, Madonna. I don't think you have any issues with your blood pressure. You're pretty chilled out. You're so laid back, you're horizontal. If you need some blood pressure help, I've got you today. Connor's your man. Well, stick around. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Hey, we need to have a chat about... Um, well... Obviously, we're looking for a new co-host. That's all in the pipework. That's all happening, right? I'm questioning the opening. Where is that pipework, by the way? This mystical pipework. I've producer Adams apparently dealing with it, but buying a house at the same time. So yeah, fine. Um, The the opening to this podcast. It's your favourite fact podcast. Yeah. Are we are we going to continue with that? Is it definitely the fave? Are we that? (laughs) Or are we forcing it upon people now? And it was a mark thing that we should probably get rid of. Well, or just we fact podcast. Hello, you know, welcome along. I think oh, we need to tell people. You know, yeah, M- F- McDonald's. I'm loving it. That reminded me that I love McDonald's. Well, why don't we just do that? You know, what baffled? You're loving it. Here we go. Ba 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 ba. We're here. I think that's stealing. Yeah, it probably is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, where do you reckon we place in the list of people's favourite fact podcasts? Well, I think there's only a couple, weren't there? Yeah, I don't want to name the other ones. We sort of looked at. We were like, let's look at the world of the most, you know, saturated market. Right? We're going to enter it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to do something. Right? Yeah. What's not really been done much? Well, there's a couple of fat podcasts. We could probably give that a go. And we'll stick comedy on it just in case we make a joke every now yeah. and then. And we'll make a logo with a bit of colour on it. Stands out. And there you go. <laughs> couple of tote bags. Couple of tote bags, pair of socks and a water bottle later. And here we are. Bish, bash, bosh. Yeah. It's really that easy. If we're your favourite, thank you so much. Yeah, welcome along. <laughs> Sticking us in your feed, Connor and I, we're going to swap a few facts. Just decide if they're worth remembering, if they're pub ammo, or if they should be chucked in that big bin. Hold oh, no. Well. I know, I know I'm rambling here, but just enter our world, right? you got me and Dan here. We have been shitting on doing it for me and you for how long now? What, today? No, just in general, <laughs> just me and you. Well, about three minutes today, three years. Yeah, three years all in, yeah. three months, me and you. Yeah, three months, me and you. 
There was that guy in the gym. Yeah, but we've got, we got Adam though, haven't we? Producer Adam, he's like, don't worry, lads. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. We're looking for co-hosts. Go buy an out, buy an house. There you go. Well, very quickly, those things aren't mutually exclusive. He can do both. Also, right before we clicked record, you said, you know what? I'm going to keep this quite tight. No waffle. Yeah, and no look at waffle. This. Anyway. Right. Co-host is on the way, I promise. Connor, what's your first fact of the show? Uh, Monsters, Inc. Good film. Boo. Boo's the little girl. Yeah, the little toddler. Uh, it was actually filmed and acted by a toddler. What, motion capture? Uh, no, so it was a two-and-a-half-year-old toddler called Mary Gibbs, uh, and they very much had trouble trying to sit her still through scenes. So a lot of the time, the crew was just running around, following her, just making noises, and they was creating scenes around what it was that she was doing in terms of having fun and, you know, being a toddler. But how did they get that into animation? So they created the animation. They knew that they wanted this young girl to be kind of the character within Monsters, Inc. Right, that character was Boo. So what they would do is they would actually use that young two-and-a-half-year-old toddler, Mary Gibbs. They would then film her doing toddler things, which would then go, oh, okay, so, you know, she's had she's had fun playing with that toy. Let's voice clip that actual audio, and then let's create that scene that we wanted where he does this thing as the big monster, but base it around what she's given us that's real as a toddler. How did they find Mary Gibbs? No idea. Absolutely no idea. It was an open audition situation as far as I'm aware. Like, it was an audition, you know? Like, as genuinely, there was an audition. I imagine, like, they're looking for a certain type of toddler. Like, you know, one that has a little bit of, uh, I don't know, like, character to them. You know? And he's full of life or whatever. It's a, she's a toddler. Huh? She's a toddler. No, I know, but some toddlers are quiet, right? They're not going to get a quiet toddler in there. It doesn't really cry, doesn't really speak, isn't really too loud. Some toddlers just sit there and get on with it. But um, they'd actually tickle her and uh, take candy away, which is a bit sad, to make her laugh or cry so the emotions are as real as they sound. Mary Gibbs. It's not a star's name. Mary Gibbs. If, if she grew up to be a proper actor, mm. she'd have to change her name. Mary Gibbs. Mary Gibbs isn't, you know, uh, Ryan Gosling, Margot Robbie. Seen yeah. Barbie, have you? Mary Gibbs. You watch Barbie? Not seen it yet. Oh, right. Mary yeah, Gibbs. It's Mary not a star's Gibbs. name. Not a star's name, but no, Mary Gibbs um, was, was the young girl that done it. And, uh, and yeah, two and a half years old. What a break. She will be about 23 years old right now. Yeah. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, she's old. Uh, than what she was at two and a half years old. When she was auditioned as a toddler. Auditioned. But what I think that's great. Actually using a real toddler to do it, not getting like some voice artist to pretend to be a toddler. Fantastic. And following her around as well. Can you imagine the fun and also irritation? We need this audio by the end of play. I'd call in sick that day. Yeah. If my job that day was following toddler around with the camera, tickling her, poking her, taking toys away, I ain't coming in. Well, I'm worst, calling in sick. It's your worst nightmare as a parent, all wrapped up in one as your job. There you go. Yeah. I'd get a severe case of tonsillitis. Severe but, uh, case of the can't be asked. But I think, and that's why the film is so good, obviously, because the film is fantastic, but they obviously took a lot of care of it. Great. What, what a good bit. Well, well done, Mary Gibbs, whatever your name might be now. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Let me tell you about a parlour game that used to be played in the 16th century. Parlour. You know, a, a game when people have had a drink, all the family sits around and they play a game. Okay. You might play some at Christmas with your family. Yeah, always that one, uh, humanity, uh, Cards Against Humanity. Exactly. Dodgy game. Things like that. Really bad to play with a nan. Oh, I, can't be, I can't be dealing with it. 
Well, and also when the nan gets a little bit weird and crude and you're like, nan, you're like 80. Yeah, I know. Calm down. You have to remind them who Madeleine McCann is. Yeah, yeah and she like pairs it up with something. You're like, nan. It's risky. Yeah, I, I, there's a different side to it. It's Christmas. Well, uh, parlor games back in the 1500s were still risky, but not in that way. I want to tell you about a game called Snapdragon. It was played particularly on Christmas Eve. In a dark room, brandy would be heated and placed in a wide, shallow bowl. Just sounds like a Friday night, really, doesn't then it? Then raisins... Right, here we go. Okay. T- taking a step away from you, you ain't yeah. dealing with the healthy stuff. Raisins would be soaked in brandy and set alight. The job was the kids needed to try and eat the raisins while they were on fire, and it would just burn their mouth hey. to shreds. Great. That's the game. When was this? 1500, 16th century, called Snapdragon. Everything we've spoke about on this podcast that is completely absurd and ridiculous is always back in like a time that never existed ever, really. It (laughs) did exist, but as in nobody has any recollection of it. Well, it makes you think the current health and safety laws and what we know in society and what we're allowed to do, how much does that restrict us from just being mental? Like, if there were no rules, what would we be doing? Back in the 1500s, they thought it was a perfectly fine thing to get their kids absolutely smashed on Christmas Eve, chasing after burning raisins in a massive bowl of brandy. Well, look, there's a tradition here in the UK. I don't know if, uh, you know, everyone else does it across the world, but we like to go out on the old booze, don't we, on the Christmas Eve, right? Loves it. Gets down a pub. Imagine putting that one out. God, I tell you what, if I pulled that one out with the boys, they would boot right off. Right, lads, so I've got a good one. A couple of brandies on the way. I'm going to get that nice or not. Got some raisins. Where are you going with this, lad? Heat them up. you got to eat them. Down the old slug. The old They'd slug and lettuce. Fuming. They'd be like, mate, I'm eight pints in. I just want to go to bed. Chill out. Get up in time for Santa. You down be- basled and slug and lettuce. Yeah. No, don't worry about the two form cocktails. No, I don't want the Foster's top anymore. No, 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 no. no. Let me tell you about the old snap dragon. Yeah. Called that because it when they're trying to get hold of these burning raisins, it kind of makes their mouth flaming and smoky it's like a dragon. Bloody hot, that. Yeah. Can you imagine it? Yeah, going up to the butt. Same again, Con. Nah. Got any brandy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got raisins? Mm, not sure. Why? Do you want us to have a look? Do you have a blowtorch with you? Yeah, yeah. Just table freight over there. Just keep us quiet. Just, it's wild that they would even have this idea. But it's going to be back then, isn't it? It has to be way back in the day. Yeah. Also, if you did say, yeah, this was back in, you know, 2008, I would have been a bit concerned. You are the judge of time, I think, on this show. We've discussed it for the last three years yeah. that you think colours were different. stuff in the old days was more grainy, more grey, a lot of black and whites. They weren't really in colour. Your pink and orange did not look like the pink and orange on the baffled logo. Those baffled socks would have been tedious. Yeah. No one would have bought those. Oh, I'll tell you what, them baffled socks back in the day, they definitely would have looked shit then. <laughs> look great now. Yeah. Baffledpod.com, by the way. What year do you think insanity stopped? Like, at what year do you reckon you have to go back far enough and and things were still wild? Like, when did things get quite normal in your mind, do you reckon? Well, I don't know, because I think things are still wild now. Like, you know, only of recent, we had the real-life Spider-Man in bloody New York, like, climbing buildings from, like, a Spider-Man. So I think as technology has advanced in a way... Like he, he made a Spider-Man suit that was able to stick to the side of... Because he had the technology to create that. So, like, people are wild, but in a different way. So, like, pretending to be Spider-Man and climbing skyscrapers is probably just as more dangerous than eating bloody hot raisins. So it's like a different level to it. Yeah, so but, we're, we're still mental. We're still well, yeah, wild. But the thing is, is that, you know, climbing skyscrapers in New York with Spider-Man is your own choice to be ridiculous. Pulling out the raisins and brandy, heating them up and giving them to the two-year-old... That's a bit concerning. Yeah, that's a touch, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, that's Snapdragon, a game that you would have played on Christmas Eve if you were born in the 1500s. Make a note. It's a good one this year, actually, that. I feel like 2023 is the year of Snapdragon. Human blood pressure. It goes down when petting a dog. And so does the dogs. So Proven. it's a win-win situation. It's a win-win. Now, we've spoken... I believe we've had a few facts on... Yeah, we've had a few. ...the help of pets. Right. Haven't we? I think we spoke something about... Um, people with heart problems and stuff like that. What pets can do to you as as a, as a human. But what I love about it the most is what it does to the little doggy. You know, the blood pressure of the little doggy. Yeah, because they don't have a lot to think about, I don't think, a dog. So them just being near you as a companion, that's enough to bring them down. Very quickly, would, will you define what blood pressure is? Will you take me through what blood pressure is um, in your mind? What is it to do with heart rate? If your heart rate increases, therefore more blood is... Circulate around the body, so pressure's higher. Is that correct? Yeah, a bit like that. Skirting around the edges. Yeah. Well, are you going to go ahead and tell me what it actually is? No, or? it's more or less that. I'll, I'll, give me a little bit of credit then. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll tell you what, come bang on. Well, and also when, when things constrict your uh, veins and arteries, which move the blood, like a dominoes. there's more blood in a, in a smaller amount of space, so it increases your blood pressure. Hence why if you eat shit food, drink loads of beer, your blood pressure increases. There. I've not got a science degree. That was a bit of a guess. I have a cat, and you can tell that when she's with me, her blood pressure goes down. Mine goes up because she's a, a rat bag. Yeah. Just, I don't think, a, just a big bag of rats. Just to give you a bit of a, you know, peek behind the curtain. We like to do this on Baffled. Um, during lockdown, when we were doing this, this podcast, we were recording a lot on Zoom, weren't we? The bloody cat. There was a point where I was thinking, I want to break lockdown rules here. Go around your gaff, mate, and have a word with your cat. Because how many times did we have to stop to get... What's the cat's name? Tiggy. And she was... I mean, just an irritating name. What's, what's up with Tiggy? It's a great name. Mate. It's an a annoying, bouncy name. An annoying cat called Tiggy. It's, an, it's a bouncy name. She is an annoying cat. And think about this. She's now three years older, two years older. Oh. So she's like that, but bigger. Mature. Yeah. Awful, awful creature. How does she get on the streets? She doesn't. She's an indoor cat. She'd be awful. See, this is why. You've locked her in, mate. A one-bed flat. Yeah. Terrible. If I was Tiggy, I'd be bouncing around. I want to get outside, see the world. No, nah, she would be useless. She'd start a fight on big dogs and get mauled. Right. Excellent. Yeah, probably leave her in the flat. But maybe with low blood pressure. Because <laughs> yeah, of all the cuddles. Let's lower your blood pressure before you go and fight the foxes. <laughs> I've got you, Tiggy. Don't worry about it. Connor, can you guess... The best played public employee in 80% of US states. The best paid public employee. It's a bit of a tongue twister, that. I know. So someone that is a public employee, so is paid by a government in 80% of the states that works with the public. What do you think it is? Highest paid. Yeah. And it's paid by government, not public funds. Well, no, that is in public... So an employee of the public. So you might think it's a politician. I'll give you a clue. It's not a politician. So they don't work for a private company. So we're not talking CEOs, anything like that. The best paid public employees in 80% of American states. 40 out of 50. It's the same thing. Uh, I don't know if it's a if it's a public job. Would it be like road sweepers? No, 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 no. Road sweepers. Yeah. They're not making that much money. No. I'm just, no, I was thinking there might be a catch to it. No. The answer is college sports coaches. What kind of makes sense? But you wait. Because they all go, I mean, college football. More than a politician. College football in America is massive. 
Oh, I know. Is it that, that you're talking about then? Or Yeah, Why? but they're, they're employed by colleges and they earn phenomenal amounts of money. How much are we talking? Well, I'm looking at one here. I'm not sure how up to date this figure is, but a guy called Dan Mullen, who is the football coach over in Florida, mm. he apparently earns $6 million a year. What? There you go. Oh, hold on. I thought you were 80, 90 grand. No. So more than all the politicians. In Georgia, $6.9 million a year. Uh, A guy called Dabo Sweeney, who's in South Carolina, according to this, this might all be wrong, but, you know, according to what I've seen, so don't write it. So this is my Mr. $9.3 million. This is my Mr. Payne. Mr. Payne? Yeah. Who's that? that PE teacher. All right, we had Mr. Colin Williams. But is this my... Mr. Payne, bringing in six mil. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, Mr. Well, you, Payne, you always say that you were good at football. All Mr. Payne ever done was come in the changing rooms and go, come on, boys, hurry up. We've got to be on the pitch in a minute. Oh, uh, you see, we had a few teachers in my school that did the reverse of that, but that's a different story. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, so millions and millions and millions of dollars. Okay, nice. In 80% of American states, 40 out of 50. I'll tell you what, the Americans, right, I hate to give the Americans a dig because we've got a big old audience in America and I love America, as you know, but some of the things they get up to, you think, that is ridiculous. Six million quid, mate. I've been to a college in America a few times, like a lot of them with family. That I mean, they should spend some money on the refurb of it. Let alone six mil on the geezer to do a little bit of netball, a little bit of swimming at But they lunch. don't even do all that. They just do the one thing. That's ridiculous. A college football coach. But, how, but it must be a very in-demand job. Everyone wants to do it. If you've seen six mil down there, you're like... Well, yeah, and I watched the documentary about the American Olympic basketball team when they really started to take it seriously. And to head up the entire country's basketball for the Olympics, they hired a guy who had won so many titles at college level. Wow. So they are huge. Six million quid though, man. I mean, okay, let's break that down. So how does it work in America? You've got state tax and you're... We, got tax. Are we doing this? Yeah, you've got six million. We are actually doing this, yeah, because this is totally ridiculous. So six million, divide that by 12. So that's £500,000 a month. Yeah, pre-tax. Divide, divide that, but pre-tax. You needed a calculator for that. 120000 uh, a week. Uh, we don't divide that by five. Um, so it's 25000 a day before tax. Um, what's, wow. the, what's the tax on that? I don't know how it works over there. Half of it. Easy, in it? Yeah, probably takes us at 12, yeah, 12, 12 and a half. 12 and a half grand a day. And they have the summer off. And they have the summer off. Again, if you are someone that I just mentioned, uh, you can blame the ESPN.com website for giving me those figures just in case you're utterly surprised that I've said you paid, you get paid so much money. All right. It's a lot of cash. It's a lot of, it's a lot of dollar. You, you want that for Baffled? Oh, yeah. Imagine. Actually, it's got me thinking. I think if I earned that much money for Baffled, I wouldn't come in. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Might have to renegotiate those contracts. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Do you have an insatiable fascination with the paranormal? Are you ready to dive headfirst into the eerie realms of the unexplained? Brace yourself, for the supernatural world is about to reveal all of its secrets on the Paranormal Activity Podcast. And who better to guide you through this hair-raising journey than myself, Yvette Fielding, renowned paranormal investigator. Every episode of Paranormal Activity takes you on an unforgettable adventure into the unknown. I share my own encounters, chilling experiences, and exclusive insights into the world of the paranormal. But that's not all. The true heart of this podcast podcast lies in the stories, evidence and questions shared by our devoted listeners. Like you, whether you're a seasoned paranormal enthusiast or just starting to dip your toes into the waters of the supernatural, Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, is your ultimate destination. Will you dare to join me? Listen to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, wherever you get your podcasts from. Thank you very much for listening, by the way. Got two more facts for you. You can always get in touch with the show, baffledpod.com. All the contact form is over there. And we've got a fine selection of merch that Connor will do his very best to sell for you right now. What do you want, mate? What do you want? T-shirt? Water bottle? What do you want? Cut of pairs of socks? We got it, mate. Don't worry about it. We do them in all sizes. Great cut. Bit boxy, but nice in length. Uh, socks? Beautiful. Do you know what's good about the socks? When you walk a long distance, they've got a nice air to them. Do you want a pair of them? You can take the Essex boy out of the market, but you can't take the market out of the Essex boy. Water bottle, mate. Don't, we got it. I've tested it. Glastonbury, basically, when you make a drink in the morning, put a little bit of ice in it, stays cool all day. I'll throw one in for half pints. Yeah, don't put it in the dishwasher, though. Yeah, don't no. put it in the dishwasher. If you like the Baffled logo, don't stick yeah. it in the dishwasher. Colours are mental, but don't worry about that, mate. Bafflepod.com. Right, last fact of the show, what you got? Madonna once got fired from Dunkin' Donuts for squirting jelly into a customer's eyes. Why did she do this? Well, she worked in Dunkin' Donuts. That's all you need to know, really, as to why she done it. You ever been Dunkin' Donuts in New York, mate? Well, this isn't... Christ, I mean... Yeah, but this isn't exciting. So there's two things here. It's not exciting because news famous people did job before they were famous. What did you expect her to do? Nothing, just sitting around being like, oh, I'm going to be Madonna one day. Yeah, I know, but she's now an international (laughs) pop star and to think that one day she squirted jelly in somebody's eyes. I mean, you could be the person that went, Madonna squirted jelly in my eyes. She's always been a bit rogue. A bit like, Yeah, a bit feisty, I would say. You wouldn't cross her. No, not for me. When we were in New York, you had a, a fascination with getting a particular donut. I remember you took a whole day doing an Instagram story for it. It was one of the headlines of what you needed to do. No, it was Prime. Well, there was a donut thing. Was there a donut thing? It might have been Krispy Kreme. 
I think I just got, I think I just lost my way out there a little bit. Yeah. It was all too much, mate. Yeah. All right, there was too much gear that I needed to get hold of. Donuts, we had prime, uh, we had beer, we had nachos. It was a nightmare for me. Do need to tell you the story. We've probably gone on quite a lot about Brandon, the just madcap, brilliant chef. That Brandon we... Fay, cooking with Brandon on Instagram. Give him a follow. Watch one video, and you'll know exactly who we're talking about. He's an absolute hero. Yeah. Hayley, Connor's partner, had tasked him with bringing home some sour-flavoured Skittles. You can get versions in the UK, but they're nothing like they are in the States. He was telling Brandon about it. We were on our way back. We stopped in a pub. Connor gets a call from an Uber driver with 30 massive bags of sour Skittles. Yeah, what a guy, man, Brandon. He was like, oh, yeah, he said, you meant you take you got you one of them sour Skittles, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'll just, all of a sudden in a shop. Yeah. Hey, Brandon. Yeah, yeah, I'm down the Skittles aisle. <laughs> and and it's America, so it can't be a couple of packets. No, we'll get you the full 30. Yeah, so there you were. Lovely Uber man drives up to the front door of the pub. Just a great big brown bag full of Skittles. I'll make these for you. Yeah. You trying to navigate this new Uber driver around New York City. Yeah, I think we're on 48th and 9th. Imagine him getting home, that Uber driver. How was your day, babe? Yeah. So actually, I uh, delivered a pack <laughs> of 40 Skittles to this Brit outside a pub in New York. Yeah, yeah. standard. The Uber cost more than the Skittles. New York, the city that never sleeps. So but there you go, Dunkin' Donuts, mate. Don't. Uh, all I want to say is do not upset the uh, employers of Dunkin' Donuts. You might get jelly in the eyes. They're rude in there, though. In New York, everything's fast-paced. In the mornings, basically, when we were in New York, we had time to ourselves, didn't we? Mm. So you went for a few runs. I went for a couple of walks. Cause I don't know, went for a few coffees and that. The uh, coffee shops, they are fast-moving. Yeah, producer Adam just sat in his room, very annoyed that he was there. No, producer Adam's lactose intolerance. He just sat in his room eating cream bagels. <laughs> right, I'm very aware that we're the people at the party who go on about their holiday, yeah. but we will tell you about the producer Adam um, re- being lactose intolerant but feeling the need to stick cream cheese on everything. Yeah, that- Actually, do you know what we'll do? We'll get him on. I'll, put you, I'll make you a promise right here. In the next couple of weeks, we'll get him on an episode and we'll just ask him that question. Why are you lactose intolerant and ate more dairy <laughs> in New York than any other human ever? We'll get the answer. Right, last fact of the show. The London Fire Brigade receives calls for one e-scooter or e-bike fire every two days. Absolutely believable. They bloody drive me around the bend. Have you seen... So in the UK, around London... Yeah. Uh, kids have figured out how to nick them. Yeah. They kind of detach something at the back. Of course they do. And you hear the clack, 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 And that's the sound that it makes when they've been nicked. But yeah, one pops on fire every two days. They need to be stored in very specific conditions to make sure they don't go ablaze. Well, the thing is, is that like, it's, you know, it's typical Britain. Like, they've been in European countries. They've been in cities in America for ages, these scooters. You know, like the Lion versions and the ones where you can scan and you can jump on one and get around the city. And they've been fantastic. I used them when I was in America loads. Here in the UK, it always has to be ridiculous. So you just get like a mob of them, 18 deep, Shoreditch High Street, powering through, all the cabs are tooting, everyone, you know, they're throwing things at people. Ack. The thing that annoys me about them is no one can bloody drive them. You're guaranteed that whoever's on them is going to ram into your Achilles heel. Yeah. Right? Look, just, it's a scooter, mate. Yeah, I can't be dealing with it. If you see a human, just go around. I'm just on my two feet. It's also like, it reminds me a little bit sometimes of cyclists on the road that feel like they've just got full access. Well, they do now. I know, but like full access, you know, there they are, middle lane, AirPods in, you're there like, oh 
<laughs> With these e-scooters, that's the new version on the pavement. I do feel like as soon as you get an e-scooter, you turn into almost Phil Dunphy from Modern Family, like just cringy dad. Yeah. Like cringy dad that wants to be down with the kids. It's funny, my uh, my mum, she uh, went out to America to see her sister and um, my cousins took her out and they went into Austin and there was the e-scooters. And it's a great, in Austin, they are the thing to use to get round. My mum, oh, they put on an e-scooter. I'll tell you what, you put anybody 50 plus on one of those things, watch the video, watch it, <laughs> ask for footage of it. Ripe for disaster. Oh, where the bloody hell do you move this then? <laughs> hey, turning circle and this one's a little bit low. Christ, mum. Once went on a, a small boat with my mum and tentatively we let her drive it and she, Great. full river, empty river, drove into the hedge. Yeah. It's like, no, no just, just keep pointing the steering wheel straight. But why is it that all like sense of just being normal goes out the window? It's like... You know, in life, if you're walking into a wall, you turn. Yeah. Same thing on a boat, mum. Yeah. E-scooter, <laughs> just turn. <laughs> anyway. You know that thing that's making you go forward? Just do yeah. it the other way. So what causes the fires? Do we know? Is it actually the like electrical side of it or is it kids being idiots? No, and... electrical side, batteries, that kind oh, of thing. Oh, so they're they, not like they flooring it into the wall and blowing it up? No, it's not Grand Theft Auto. I always imagine like GTA style. Yeah. Like You go into a little uh, body shop, you get your explosive fitted, you drive into the wall and... Yeah, it's more battery fires. But still, one every two days. Well, there you go. The thing is, with it just being you and I... I'm enjoying it, We do crack through them. Mate, do you know what, right? I'll tell you what, this co-host, they've got got a lot to deal with here. Yeah. So I'm happy. And they will delay it. They will delay it. We are on the hunt for a new co-host, by the way. I mean, we've been saying it for ages. It might carry on for another couple of years. But uh, producer Adam is across it. Yeah. But also getting a mortgage, buying an house, taking annual leave. Yeah, a little problem with this house, haven't you? Well, you know, he's living it up. Where's our co-host? Info at baffledpod.com. If you want to get in touch, you can find everything, actually. Just get yourself to baffledpod.com. And we will see you next week. It's been a busy one. What have we learned? Well, Boo, the toddler from Monsters, Inc., was an actual toddler. Also, uh, next time you're at the pub, around Christmas time, don't get a Foster's Top, don't get a Desperado. Get yourself an absolute vat of brandy, set it alight. We'll have some fun. And if you want some money in life, become a college football coach. Hey, who knew? Next week, we will be back. Just me and Connor. Don't get your upset about that co-host just yeah, yet. Say no, good. Adam's buying his second property, so uh, sorry about that. Mogul. Say goodbye, Connor. Let's <laughs> see you later. And we'll see you later too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.